there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Fun three hours lined up today. Aaron Renning, professional sports better on the NBA playoffs in 45 minutes. We'll do a double shot with uh, Uncle Lou Pinacaro. Uh, he's going to do MMA. He loves the UFC. Great at it with betting and uh, the NHL playoffs. And Jeff Siegel on the program. He is like one of the best ever to do horse racing. That's going to be back end of today's program. Oh, Paulie, I mean, enjoy this while it lasts. And it could last for a long, long time. It happened again yesterday. These prices, though, are going to get out of control eventually, fading the Cincinnati Reds. And I get it. The Reds have probably been talked about ad nauseum. Um, on this network and other places, but it's the biggest story in sports betting, in my opinion, right now, with what's going on. Entering yesterday's action, okay, they had, going back to 2007, that's all. That's as far back as I could find, they had the second worst run differential out of any team in that time, time frame. The Pirates, back in 2010, were minus 88 with a run differential. The Reds going into the game were minus 82. Well, now after they lost by five runs yesterday, entering today's action, May 6th, their run differential is minus 87. That Pirates team is minus 86. So it's the worst run differential of any team going back at least, you know, 15 years. Yeah, but we've seen some god-awful teams. The 2013 Astros lost 113 games. 
That Tiger team lost 119. I think mm-hmm. that was 03. The 2018 Orioles lost 115. In 2022, the Bengals have more wins than the Reds. You think about that. Yes, think about it. Uh, but this is uh, this is good stuff. You mentioned the run differential. Lost 20 of 21. 19 of those losses by two-plus runs. It is ugly. And now they get seven against the Pirates. And if there's like a two-and-five run here, Hard to make a case for the Pirates tonight, even though as bad as the Reds have been, because Brew Baker's going. Okay, but because but, the Reds at least have been hitting lately. So to your point that you but, were trying to get across over the last couple of days, right? Uh, on the run line, the Brewers were minus one hundred five the other day on the opener. I think what were they with Peralta? Minus one twenty five that day on the run line. Yeah, yeah. And and some of these prices now, you saw the Brewers open up minus two forty five, minus two fifty, go all the way to three forty. We're seeing, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy cent moves every single day. Like, in a month, if this continues with the Reds and they're going to be this bad, the Brewers are one of the best teams in baseball. They, they can maybe win 95 games this year. Right, two fifty, two dollars open $2? At Come home on. with Woodruff yeah. and Peralta? In a month or two, yeah. that number would be, what, Milwaukee minus $4 on the opener? Yeah. So, on the run line for the game itself, all of it, the Brewers right now, super cheap. Now, they get him again coming up next week, but that's going to be in Cincinnati. Yep. So, changes maybe a little bit. Yeah, way too low. And uh, – and they've been off to good starts the last couple of games, too. The lead up three runs, and it's gone like that. So, you don't even have to – I mean, it's been a cash cow here for 21 games. Mm-hmm. 21 games, and the run differential minus 87. But, again, it becomes really fun if they struggle against Pittsburgh because if they can't get wins here, think, and look at how bad yeah. this this outfit is. I mean, it's just it's, – it's sad. It's sad the, the, how bad this team is and the product they put on the field. And, once again, with Green – I don't care how if throw 110 miles an hour. Location's the name of the game. See that? Yeah. Asthmatics. Yeah, he goes up there, and he's and I watched a lot of that game yesterday. He's throwing 98, 99 almost every single pitch. I felt bad for the kid because so many players throw that number. Not, but you know he can touch 102, etc. But it, consistently he was hitting like 98, 99. How many players coming up now who are hit, hitters? can't turn around on 98, 99, because they see it every single day now. Oh, yeah, if you know it's coming, yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, think, think, look at his stat line. He got eight outs. He had seven strikeouts. He allowed five home runs. I mean, I, I and, I, you know, eight earned runs, I believe, overall for the game. Mm-hmm. That's tough to pull off. Yep. The whole, the whole scene is. The Jeff Passan tweet. They've scored an NL worth 79 runs. If they doubled that, it'd still be fewer than the runs they've allowed. 166. Oh. Their ERA is almost seven. It's a full two runs worse than the next worst team. Oh, it is ugly. Yes, it is. I mean, you know, do you know how bad you have to oh. be as a baseball team to be yeah, three, right. and, three and twenty-two and you're minus eighty-seven with runs scored? That's almost impossible to pull off. And you can't compete. Yep. That, yep. A good game. Yeah, good fine with the run differential. Okay, but so you know, I don't know. We again, we've seen some god awful teams. Will they lose one hundred and fifteen? I don't know. But they're in a tough division, at least with the Brewers and the Cardinals. Every every game's tough for. But with Pittsburgh and Chicago, I don't know how many wins they're going to get when you when you look at those two outfits. If you had to set a total on it right now with seven coming up, is it no seven or eight with the Pirates coming up? It's what? seven. Okay, one of them four gamers, I believe. But that goes back to jumping with the sixty nine the other day yeah. with the adjusted win total. That this team is going to get the seventy wins or sixty eight wins. Yep. Come on. So think about that. How fast that's dropping. I right. bet. On Monday, I bet under 67 minus 120. Well, that moved to 65 and a half minus 125 by Tuesday show. I looked again last night. They put it back up. 
57 and a half. So in a four-day stretch, the win total moved nine and a half games. Uh-huh. Yeah. And <laughs> and to miss the playoffs is now minus 7,000. Well, sometimes life gets in the way. You're doing stuff at home. You're watching playoffs. All of a sudden, you realize, yeah, this is real. Everyone keeps talking about it. This Reds team's a dumpster. Sure. Fire. And you, you post so much right. stuff, and you Blown might miss a couple night. of things. Yes. Right, 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 yes. right. Yeah, but that, that goes back to what we've been saying for two weeks. The prices are off. They're not treating them like they're a historically bad team. And one of the numbers going to catch up, and you see 350 and $4. Yeah. Because, I mean, the run line and everything, you don't have to worry about it, what's happened. Now, maybe they get a shot in the arm. I think it's next week. Luis Castillo is supposed to come back. Yeah. And on paper, he's like their best pitcher. So Somehow they beat the uh, Cardinals at home 4-1. to one. I don't know how that happened. That was a while back. Right. During this 1-20 and 20 stretch, too. And, again, you know, we're all playing for second place. Everyone else is playing for second place. Mets win again. What a story. Well, that game was just outrageous yesterday, what happened. Another comeback. Now, the St. Louis one was 2-0 in the ninth, but this is a move over here. They haven't done something like this since 97. 7-1 in the ninth inning, and they win the game. They were 60-1 to in play, and boy, are they, they're all over Girardi. Well, rightfully so. The, the feedback that we're getting from that from the Philadelphia area, like last night yeah. and into this morning, is like, you, you got to bet this guy to be the first manager fired. You have to. You have, yes. Now, those Keep are an lo- eye on that. They're those right. are locals talking, but it makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. They're 500 at home. They're 11 and 15 on the season. They've lost five of six. You blow a six run lead in the ninth inning last night. Listen to the schedule Mets, Seattle, Dodgers, Padres, Dodgers, Atlanta, Mets, Giants, Angels, Brewers. That's right in a row. Man. What they're facing coming up. So that, that sounds oh. like it leaks into like the middle of June. It goes to early June. That's a good five, six week stretch coming up. That's oh, right. Mama mia. That's right. And the Mets do it again. I mean, that, just finding a way you know to what? win, the comebacks. I mean, this, yep. and they throw Scherzer today. That's not today. even a comeback. That's like, that, yeah. that's an all-timer. Sure, that doesn't happen. You're down six in the ninth inning. That's ridiculous. You know, that what tells me is that they're going to get the hardest part of their schedule out of the way by the early part of June, mid, mid-June. They fire Girardi, get that spark, maybe find a huge price on a yes to, for the Phillies to make the playoffs. Could be. Yeah. Yep, could be. Now they throw Scherzer today. He hasn't lost in the regular season since May 30th. It's been a year. But he was four and four last year and finished fifteen and four, and he's four and all this year. And the Mets have won all five of his starts. So I mean, they're not, they're nineteen and nine. They don't have Degrom. Yep. What a job by Showalter. What a what a great yep. organization this year. Well, and they they knew this all along, right? They I think Showalter was spot on when he said, okay, now this stinks. Like the best pitcher in baseball now is going to be injured again. But think about it this way: come trade deadline day, it's like we're going to be if he's going to be good to go by then. It's like we're going to acquire the best guy that's on the market. Yeah. And get Bassett and all the other moves they made? Absolutely. Sure. I, I, you know, it's, it's May 6th today. As of right now, I would take another Subway series. I'd, oh, be, okay. Okay. I'd be okay yeah, with that. All right. That's fine. Not a big Yankees guy. Yeah. Uh, and that would cost me because I don't have any futures on those two yeah. teams. But as a fan of the, of the sport, that'd be kind of cool to see again. Yeah. And then what do you think of uh, here, the problem again with the Blue Jays, right? That guy's going to have to be your ace. I know. They signed him. Robbie Ray goes to the Mariners, who has not been the same this year either. Mm. But you have to bank on Jose Barrios um, in a seven-game series to go out there and pitch at least twice. I just, I, I, I really want to like the guy. I yep. can't do it. Yep. And he exploded again yesterday. Yep. Or imploded. Yep. Mariners have been a disappointment. And Robbie Ray, they got beat again. He's good for one bad inning every uh-huh. single start so far. Did you? Ha- they won the game. Did you see the vicious beat in the Houston game if he had run line? Two nothing, top of the ninth, two outs, nobody on, two strikes. Guy gets on and a home run with two strikes. Oh, they man. won three two. That was tough. But that, another disappointment too so far. The Tigers. Okay. Uh, but uh, and then Shohei, your guy. 
Mr. Otani. Yeah. Yeah. Shuts out the red. What a performance. The throwing every every pitch was a strike. Yep, crazy. Yep. It was, so eleven strikeouts again. He had what twenty six swings and misses, and that was uh, through six innings yesterday. Guy was phenomenal. He's had two just absolute gems so far this year. I added more. I bet him before the season started twenty five to one to win the Cy Young. I was adding bets yesterday at fourteen to sixteen and sixteen to one. Bet Rivers has fifteen to one right now. I might put more money if he has if he the next time out if he has one more good start and that number I will keep adding him to win the Cy Young. Okay, why not? So I made four or five bets on him so far to win the Cy Young. Yep, I'm a believer in the Angels and uh, again the Red Sox cannot hit. Yikes! It's not not just what happened yesterday; yep. it's been the whole season. Tough um, start. And by, by the way, one more note: you were asking for a price on the Giants Cardinals game yesterday. We couldn't find one throughout the show. Yeah. Here, here's kind of the importance of betting, and a lot of places don't do this anymore, right? right it's they action. Won, yeah, they won 16 straight regular season starts by Webb. Webb was scratched. And you specifically wanted to bet Webb. Yes. Right? And he was $1.28 early afternoon, $1.30-ish. And then he scratched. Well, if you bet action, that then goes down to like a pick em, and then they get blown out because it's not Webb on the mound. I know, I know. At That's home. the key. Did I say at home? At home. 16 yep. in a row at home. Mm-hmm. Regular season for Webb. Yep. And he scratched and... uh they get blown out. So in a spot like that, you you're, you have to lock in Webb versus Cardinals or Webb versus Mikolas. Yep. Uh, this uh, first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Up next, win some, lose some. He was only $40 million in the hole from gambling debts. <laughs> All right. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone, The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Again, it happened. We love sports. The 40-1 to in play on Real Madrid and the Mets 60-1. to Down 7-1 to in the ninth. They come back to win and the Phillies blow it. I got Mets fever. This is great. I can tell. They're going to win again today. Yeah. Um, How high till the division I, price? I turned the game off. Oh, boy, I don't blame you. There's a lot going on. Like, who's betting that 60 to 1? Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. I know I know a Mets fan who got in late. Oh, you did? Okay. Just, you know, bet, he doesn't care right. what the number is. He'll uh, yeah, bet it. He thinks the Jets are winning the Super Bowl. I mean, that's how, <laughs> how he is, but that's uh, that's great. Uh, they're also plus 135 before the game. MLB favorites, 62% on the season. Couple dogs though, Orioles and the Guardians plus one thirty-five, and uh, Brewers open two dollars at some spots, closed two sixty. Didn't even matter. Three nothing Reds in the top of the first. Brewers tied it, came right back mm-hmm. and took the lead. Panthers, there we go. Good performance, two forty-five up to two eighty. There's your one seed, President's Trophy winners, dominated the Capitals. More on that game in a second. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beeson.com, our radio and podcast friends. We will put you on television. You send great videos. A lot of people love the dog videos. Number one, Billy sent this in in Boston. They built the dog a catapult. Look at this. He comes in. That's it. That's it. And they fires up the ball. He goes, plays, plays fetch with it. Oh, beautiful. Look at that concoction. How great is that? Yep. Right? Puts the ball in, hits the lever. There you go. Big catapult. backyard. Yep. Yep, sure. Spacious, sure. That is awesome. Very Smart cool. Dog. He knows what's going on, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, Thanks yeah. to Billy for sending that in. Uh, JoJo sent this in. Her husband watches every day in Pennsylvania. This is Chance and Lucky. Wet Nose Wednesday. They go to the minor league ballpark. They come in, help out. They go uh, to the ball yard. 
they help the team out. You see they right in the dugout, and they're catching all the action. Dog day at the park. Yep. Managers come over. Players come over. Look at them. They know what's going on. Uh, nice yep. video on TikTok. There yes. you go. Yeah. Good job. Come over. Wet Nose Wednesdays. Very good. Uh, this was sent in, too, from a uh, guy was in Maine, right? Got the, the puppy prefers the McDonald's French fries. There you go. Who doesn't? Oh, yes. They are number they one are in the great. power rating scale. Yep. Yep. Give me the big one. There yeah. you go. This is good. This is the first time the squirrel had almonds. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, look at the reaction. He's loving them. Yeah. Oh, He's God, like, oh, it's pretty good. Well, what is this? Where's this been my whole oh, life? Like, yeah, look right? at his face. Like, that is that is delicious. You've been hiding this from me? Yes. What's the Wait deal? Wait a second here. Yeah, look at him. And then he's just like, yeah, come on, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, devours it. Like, is that okay? Yeah, it took took about ten seconds. Like, that is that's awesome. Hits your mouth. Yeah. Oh boy, that is good, right? Excellent. And uh, win some. I think this is going to be good. Ramona Shelburne did this piece, a long article with the Sterling tapes. They're calling it the Sterling Affairs. It's going to be on FX. Ed O'Neill is going to play Donald Sterling. Oh, this has potential. That guy is a wacko. Going back to his life story. Do you do you remember when those tapes first came out? Yes, I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing that day. And it was an all-time top five bet. They played the Warriors in the playoffs. They were oh. on the road, and there was talk where they gonna they didn't want to play. Yeah, protest the game, boycott Pro- the pro- game, pro- right? Mm-hmm. And they got they got destroyed. Yep, they won yep. the series, but they got they had to in play that game the next day after the tapes came out. I had to listen to that yep. three or four times that day alone. I could not believe what he was saying. That's your guy, by the way, Al Bundy. Yeah, that's right. Who Al you Bundy. Are, yeah. Sure, absolutely. Lose some. Here you go. You teased it. Oh, man. Billy Walters, get that book out ASAP. Federal auditors investigating Mickelson's role in an insider trading scheme found his gambling losses totaled more than $40 million from 2010 to 2014. He was a defendant in 2016 in the insider trading case that sent Walters to prison. Walters' book's coming out soon. The government auditors investigated Mickelson's finances over four years from 2010 to 2014. The author cited a source with direct access access to the documents. He also wrote about he split with his longtime caddy, Bones McKay, because he owed him money and a ton of grievances and back pay and, Mm -hmm. and other deals, too. Oh, my God. So, at, at the time, Phil was bringing in about $40 million per year. Well, yeah, right. So, he was gambling on average around $10 million, or losing $10 million a year gambling is what the, the estimates here uh-huh. are. Now, Shipnuck, Alan Shipnuck, who wrote the book. Yep. Now, this this actually makes some sense to me uh, as a sidebar to the whole story. And Shipnuck called it one of his favorite quotes in the entire book, and it's from Charles Barkley. And Barkley said one of the reasons Phil has lasted so long is because... He's had a joyful life. Chipnuck writes, Barkley is one of the few men alive who's been close to both Mickelson and Tiger Woods. Barkley said, quote, Tiger won a bunch of tournaments, but there wasn't much joy in it. Sure, Tiger's a better golfer. You're just in awe of his talent, but it's not fun to be around him. Everyone in the world is uptight, afraid Uh. to say or do the wrong thing. Tiger himself is always acting like he's under siege. Give me a break. You're just a golfer, dude. When you're around Phil, you're guaranteed to have fun. He makes people feel good. Everyone around him is always smiling. That's a huge difference. There you go. End of quote from Barkley. Yep. Okay. You're making $48 million a year, but you get in trouble because of the insider trading for a million. Just for, for a million dollars? Million dollar bet you owed Malter's money from gambling? That was right. 
So, so over one million dollars when he's worth that much, you bring yes. home that, that was worth it for him to send Billy Walters to prison. Yep. Okay. Can't wait for his book. Sure, no doubt about it. Lose some else. Yeah, you know, I laughed at this guy when I saw the ticket. Jimmy Vaccaro tweeted this. The guy at the South Point put twenty thousand on Nashville yesterday. <laughs> he had a shot. He of was course, right there. Of, of course he did. Yeah. It was the overtime. I can't believe that result. Two one caller, and they scored right away too. Another way Ingram to played well. Good for him. I hope, I hope this guy backed it up with maybe a bet on Predators plus a goal and a half. Yep. And a couple of bad beats. Phillies, of course, $1.50, 7-1 in the ninth. That's a moose. Can't win that game. Uh, and Panthers-Capitals, the total was 6.5 or 7. It's 5-1 late in the second period. That's your final score. Nothing in the third. Yep. Great job by Florida. There you go. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250MATCH. Learn more. BetRivers.com. Quickly, another lose some. Uh, they found another dead body in a barrel uh, in Lake Mead. And who knows how many bodies they're going to find now with the uh, what's happening with Lake Mead. A, a, a friend of mine told the, the story. You, you were there, too. The term 86th. You're 86th from the casino, 86th. Mount Tipton in uh, Arizona. They used to take the bodies out there and, and bury the bodies at Mount Tipton. It's 80 miles out, six feet under. That's where the term 86 originally came from. Oh, okay. All right. right. 80 miles out, that's where they bury 80 miles out, six feet under. You're 86th. And they discovered all those bodies out by Mount Tipton when they had to install all the cell phone towers. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, that's a good story. Well, good might not be the well, word. Okay. Yeah. How about this week from Las Vegas locally? Did you see this? I did not. Two retired Las Vegas police officers are offering a $5,000 reward to anyone who finds more dead bodies in Lake Mead. Probably two guys. They're retired. So probably two guys who were on the case or several cases many, many years ago had to work day and night, you know, put in 18, 20 hours. It haunted them. They could not find the bodies. They probably knew who, who got rid of the bodies, who killed them, whatever, but they couldn't prove it. And they're just like, it's before I before I pass, I have to know. I, I need to know. There's evidence out there. I need to be proven right that I know I, which person actually did this to the bodies. Two guys who have probably been here and they were police officers back in the 70s and maybe 80s. Very good. You know? Yep. Good point about how it haunts them. Yes. How about the hockey last night? Well, the longest shot on the board to go to overtime did. That's right. That was higher than four dollars to go to overtime. I, I, I gave up on it though. I'm giving up on it. We have we have another. We have a new angle, and thanks to the the many people that have sent this in. We have we've had five shutouts already. It's happened every single night in the playoffs. We've had a shutout. That's usually seven, eight to one. Now whether you can go to Bet Rivers and bet the team to win by shutout both teams, or you can just bet the yes no prop. Will both teams score? Uh-huh. Bet the no. That's usually six, seven, eight to one. It's happened every night so far. And we had two in one night a couple days ago. There have been five shutouts already. See, that's hard to believe because of this new style and so many power plays and penalties Correct. and pulling goalies, whatever. Yes. But five of them already in four nights. Yep. That's that's a better that's so that's been more if you're betting that it's been more profitable than overtimes. Hmm. Calgary in trouble. I would say so. Can't score. Can't score. One Can't goal in the score. series so far. Now, both games were at home. Come on, Calgary. Yep. UFC 274 is tomorrow night, and Bet Rivers has a special profit boost for the big event. All players that log in on Saturday will receive a 20% profit boost on a UFC 274 parlay. And let me tell you, the card tomorrow night is absolutely stacked. Awesome yet again. 
Make your ideal UFC 274 combo on the main events undercard or combination of both. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This profit boost packs an extra punch at BetRivers. Bet on the app or at BetRivers.com. We will get into the UFC coming up in about a half an hour, uh, 35 minutes with Lufa Nicaro and his best bets on the card at that time. Up next, the Friday slate in the NBA and the NHL playoffs. He takes a lot of the blame, but I don't think people realize where this player ranks all time in the playoffs. This will surprise you. Details on that coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. Derby time tomorrow. Right now, we're offering your special $9.99 Derby betting guide. Previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race. Best bets for the entire weekend. You got Thule, Sean, Dwayne Colucci, awesome at uh, betting the Derby and horse racing. We'll talk to Siegel coming up. Pre-order your copy now. Only $9.99 at vcin.com slash derbyguide. VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. Giddy up. All right. So, two games tonight. Strange night last night with no NBA, huh? Okay. But two more tonight. So, Heat, Sixers. Do you think this is out of the bag now, Paul, officially? With a team down 0-2 and going back home for a game three. And uh, what do we know about Embiid at this hour? Late last night, he was out of the game. Now there's a chance he might actually be able to play? Ruled out, but he can clear these hurdles. It'd be several obstacles and hurdles to do so, but there's a chance now that Woj reported that there's a chance that uh, Embiid can play. So be careful. Uh, up to three and a half now. That news yesterday, you had a, a significant move at the point spread, but a bigger move on the series price. And I know some spots just went to 1 to 20, 2,000 on the heat mm-hmm. after the Embiid news. But maybe there's a chance that he plays with the season on the line. You're 94% all time in the NBA. Best of seven when you're up 2 nothing. Mm. When leading a playoff series 2-0, Miami's 18-0 all-time. Philly's 0-19. Well, okay. So you have and that. And you have Doc, Doc Rivers as your coach. Yeah, you're right, sure. Okay, so sure. yeah, here's my point on what you're seeing, though, for the game. 3-3.5 three, three for the Heat, but the Sixers, because this has been such a good angle over the years, it no, it no longer is a good angle because the, the, the sports books oh, are caught up with this, right? It's out of control. The Sixers are actually favored by half a point in the first quarter and by half a point for the first half. I mean, if Embiid is certainly out of the game, I would be interested in actually going the other way and taking the heat. Yeah, and then Phoenix was pick them, and Dallas is laying two in the first half and one and a half in the first quarter. Yeah. There you go. So it's like the, the old the zigzag theory was so good, you know, 20 years ago, and then the, how the books adjusted there, and now the zigzag's been horrible mm-hmm. for 10, 10 years. But this is this this adjustment is nuts. Yeah, you can't you can't blindly bet this anymore. No. It was it was great for probably a two or three year stretch, but. When you're looking at this stuff for tonight, especially if there's no Embiid, I don't want this team against the Heat. Now, they've been pretty good, actually, in the first quarter, first half of the series so far, but with the way Harden's struggling, the talk coming out of Philly, um, Doc is completely unreliable as the coach. Ah, man, as you said the other day, they could play this this current version, right, of both teams could play 100 times and the Heat would win 99 times. Right, it'd have to be something ridiculous in terms of uh, what would occur from the three-point line. Philly would have to hit 50%, and Miami would have to miss everything, to, as far as I'm concerned. So if MBD, and Lowry might play too. He wants to play. He wants to play. We'll see what they Every, probably no, hold them out. But. Here's the thing, and this is typical for Miami right now, right? 
as of right now, they're listing like everybody is questionable for tonight. Yeah. So but I'm guessing most everybody plays. Philly's 22% from three in the series. They were 36% on the season. Doc talking about the looks that they can't knock down. Danny Green's 2 of 14. Right. He can't buy a shot. And then how long does DeAndre Jordan play? He's minus 22 in the series as well. So Doc's going down with the ship. He's stubborn. He can't make adjustments. He won't go small. Uh, there you go. The, also, the heat, that's also the thing with Embiid. Well, you have offense, yes, but it's also defensively. They can't get any stops. The Heat were 12th in well, offense, and they're, look at what they've, they've done in the first two games of the series. Well, not only is he good for 31 points per game, he is your best defensive player. Yep. So you take both of that away, it's like, okay, the, the perfect recipe for a team who is underrated and good in a lot of areas to completely exploit that in a seven-game series. Now, I, I actually, again, if there's no Embiid, I think the Heat will sweep him, but who knows about his overall status for tonight and beyond. But You, you want to go bam over then? 19 and a half. If he doesn't play, I would be very... Okay. Well, again, how many minutes do you think Jordan plays? Because when Jordan was on the court the other night, Bam killed him. Those numbers came out. He destroyed him. 10? 12? I would, I would say maybe like in between One. 8 and 12 minutes probably is what he gets tonight. Okay. How about Harden? 21 and a half? Still, I, too, I think that's too high. Open 25 and a half, down to 23 yeah. and a half, and now 21 and a half in the three games. Yep. Yeah. He scored 30 points once since February. He's taken 20 shots zero times, I believe, with the Sixers. Now one time. Yep. Plus the uh, the streak he's on going under 25 points in playoff games. Mm-hmm. And you're right about Maxi. Harris is 19 and a half. Where's Maxi? Maxi's got the same number as Harden, 21 and a half. Maxi over, Harden under. Yep. Let's. Uh, I don't know. I, I think both series are over, and that's it. And we'll see what Dallas has made up tonight as well. Uh, Aaron Running had a great point about let's hold it from ball game now compared. They held Utah to 99 points per game. Phoenix has scored 125 yeah. so far, and they shot 64% in game two. Yeah, I want, I want to see what ER thinks in 10 minutes if Dallas gets a game here at home. I think they do. I think they get at least one game here, and it's going to go back to Phoenix. I just the, the shooting for Phoenix has been off the charts so far. Chris Paul in the fourth quarter, but that's kind of who he is and what they've done so far. I think the others will play better. Uh, because kids now talked about this twice after both games. It's like we need other guys to step up other than Luca. I think they'll get that tonight, and I don't think everybody's going to go nuts. And I also probably will buy into you know what a little home cooking tonight too for the Mavericks. Luca's thirty four and a half. Kind of has to be right. Oh man. Yep. Booker twenty six and a half, and Booker and Paul. Combined for 58, 12, and 10 in game two. They were plus 40 and when they were on the floor. So, yeah, can you get stops? And what, can the others uh, hang in there and, and give you something and help out Luka? Which, uh, easier said than done. I don't know. Now, let me give you this tonight in the NHL. We do have four games. Sportsnet stats on Twitter. This is a great find. Oilers goalie Mike Smith. So, he recorded his fifth career playoff shutout the other night. Did you realize, Paulie, that his career well, .931 save percentage in the playoffs is the second highest in playoff history among goalies with at least 30-plus games started? That goes all the way back to 1955-1956. Hey, I thought he always ran hot and cold. I mean, what he get, and how he, he didn't play well in game one. That's bizarre. Second highest? You can win a bar bet with that. Mike Smith, oh, all-time, 30-plus games for a goalie? Yeah. Who would guess that? Yeah. This guy gets the blame like 90% of the time when his teams don't play well. And why do you think they can't make a deep run either? Defense and goaltending. Uh, six of the eight series are tied at one. As Dennis Bernstein pointed out, the, the late game tonight, the Kings, 
Kings have a better road record than home record. Mm-hmm. But th- this thing with Edmonton is the scoring first. They almost they were this close to setting the the tying the record. They won. They were twenty one and zero when they scored first to start, and then it was uh, May twenty second. They scored first and lost. Didn't score first in game one. Obviously, did in game two. Shut them out six nothing. Mm-hmm. So this is very important with the first goal in these Edmonton games, uh, and tonight moving forward. And they are a small road favorite in this one. And I don't know what to make of it. Now to tell you this, I don't have a lot of faith or trust in, in the Maple Leafs either. And Tampa Bay's a dollar twenty and six and a half is that series series shifts to uh, Tampa Bay now. Yeah. Did you end up firing on Lightning? I got everything. Oh, I got everything. Yeah. Game two, a series price. Yeah. I bet them before yeah. the series game two. We had added more to win the series. It just comes down to the defending champs going for the three peat against a team that hasn't won a playoff series since two thousand four. I want to see how they ba- bounce back and respond. Plus your good comments about uh, what Cooper said about he likes to start out series on the road as well. And this, I, I don't uh, know what I don't know what. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the series price was on the move a little bit yesterday mm-hmm. here in Las Vegas at a couple of books. Lightning ticking up to like a dollar fifteen or so at some books. I don't know what to do with the St. Louis Minnesota series. The Blues are a dollar twenty now that that goes to St. Louis. That's total six and a half. And how about Boston? Got to be Swayman tonight. They're a dollar thirty to try and save their season. But I, I'm a Dave Tooley on this one, and Tooley gave out Carolina today. I, obviously five and zero head to head. 26 to 4, they've outscored them. The two meetings in Boston, Carolina beat them 6 nothing and 7 to 1. But you have a third string goalie again. Rant yeah. has been ruled out. But the kid played well uh, in game two. So, uh, $1.35.5 here, game three, Boston season on the line. I think the way for me to approach the Wild Blues game uh, series is to just look at every single dog in every single game. That's it, because I think this is going to go seven games. And I think the number is going to be attractive at some point throughout the day to bet that dog because it doesn't matter. Road, um, who, who, you know, who's playing, whatever, um, whichever game it is, I have faith that uh, this is going to go a long, long time. Both these teams are really, really good. Both teams can win on the other team's home ice. Um, we saw the Blues go there and win 4 nothing right away. That was the first shutout, I believe. And um, that's I don't you think? I mean, if you bet like this series over amount of games – and if you bet, I like if you bet the Blues plus a game and a half, it has seven games written all over it to me. And if you would have, you know, maybe grab the Blues before the series started, then come back um, with the Wild at plus one sixty. They were well, after they dropped uh, the first game. Great performance, buried uh, them, in the, buried them in the first period in game two. Yeah, there's so many great ways to bet, different ways you can bet the goal in the first five. You got to, you can bet ex- how many games go to overtime. You can bet every game go to overtime. If every game goes to overtime tonight, it's two hundred to one. They have that. You have the, the the shutout angle too. There's been five shutouts as we mentioned. It's happened every night. First period totals. Mm-hmm. Have that. Uh, I come back with Boston Carolina first period under tonight. Was my bite bombs right? That was a tough beat we took in game two. Scoreless with seven minutes left. Yep. But the power plays again. I mean again, they're calling penalties nonstop again. I know. Happened last night. Same that, thing. That's why the, this Calgary Stars uh, series so far. Three goals combined in the first two games. It's uh, it ties the fewest goals scored ever in the first two games of a series, going all the way back to the beginning yep. of the playoffs. And the, and the first goal was a fluke, just a, you know, well done. But it was a deflection past Markstrom, and that holds up till the empty net goal. Up next here on Follow the Money, it's V Sin, the Sports Betting Network. Professional sports better Aaron Renning is going to join the show. We'll get his take on the NBA card for tonight and tomorrow night. Coming up next.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Hey, hey, welcome back. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers, as you covered, they've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. NBA playoffs, Aaron Redding. Professional sports better, awesome in the NBA, one of the best in the world. He joins us now to talk about what he's uh, looking at 
in these next uh, two nights. Let's start with uh, the scenario here. Game three, home team's down 0-2. Were you looking at first quarter, first half, or maybe game? But it's it, we talked about it before you came on. The adjustment here is ridiculous. The, the uh, Heat are laying three and a half for the game, but Philly is minus a half in the first half. Yeah, good morning. Great to be with you guys. I heard you guys uh, mention that in the last segment. You're right. I mean, I, I, I would, you know, I'm debating. I haven't played it yet. Tempted to play Philly or Dallas first quarter, first half. But as you mentioned, I mean, you know, maybe that ship has sailed and those, there's just not value uh, in those when you're talking about those type of prices uh, in these games. But, you know, for, for sure, it seems, you know, obviously seasons on the line, Philadelphia or Dallas. Um, you know, as far as Philadelphia, Miami, you know, I don't, it seems like Embiid is probably not going to play. We don't know if Lowry's going to play as well. So a little bit tricky to bet that I would think if you're going to bet Philadelphia, you probably want to go ahead and grab that now, uh, wait maybe on Miami, but, uh, it, yeah. it's so hard when you're talking about, you know, an MVP type of guy that, you know, has this possibility of playing and, you know, that's just it, you know, it would seem if he gets cleared, he would come back to play. I mean, what's the difference if you're down 0-3, come back, uh, what, I guess Sunday, doesn't make a lot of sense. So, um, yeah, uh, just kind of debating, trying to figure that out. Yeah, the, the quote, the tweet from Woj, there's still progress that could be made to change his availability versus the Heat. That's mm-hmm. Embiid. But, uh, yeah. yeah, who knows? Uh, I, I, just, I don't think the Heat have any chance without him. Excuse me, the, the Sixers, rather. Like they can't get any stops defensively. They can't knock down threes, and it's just the no, heat. No, I mean, yeah, you know, you're right, Paul. I mean, you know, obviously you watch the, the first two games. And, you know, obviously a lot of people throw it hard and under the bus, somewhat deservedly yeah. so. But you know, you got to remember. I mean, you know, they they made this trade in mid February. You know, when's the last time you remember an NBA team winning a, a championship with making that type of trade, bringing in a, a you know. Uh, your your maybe your second or your third best player or whatever. So with the chemistry, et cetera, Miami's defending them. You even hear Spolstra in the timeout the other night, you know, build up a wall uh, against Harden, and he just doesn't have that burst that he had. And you know, it's crazy, guys, because, you know, those first two games against Toronto, Philadelphia shot, what, uh, 30 to 62 from three, couldn't miss, uh, just under 50%. Now the first two games, all these guys can't make a shot 14 to 64. I mean, the shots were a little bit more there um, in that uh, second quarter, but yeah, I'm going to lean to Philadelphia and beat comes back. I'll probably bet him. Okay. How about the late game? 121, 114 and 129 to 109 so far. Phoenix has got whatever they wanted offensively. It's been Luca and nobody else for Dallas. Kids mentioned it after both losses. Now we go back to Dallas where they won 11 of 13 at home. What do you think uh, the total? The total did touch two twenty-one here in Game Three. Yeah, you know, I was on with you guys last week, and I said, "Boy, what a what a totally different matchup here for the Mavericks." Yep. That's the way it, it's really played out. Paulie, yeah, those wide open three pointers—they were getting left and right against Utah. They're just not there uh, against Phoenix, and that's just it. Uh, I mean, Luca goes for what eighty points the first two games, and you know they they don't they fail to cover uh, both games, so. I'll say this, and, and I got a pretty good bet. I came in under the total. And, you know, going against the grain, these two teams met on uh, January the, I think, 20th. The total in that game was 216. Rarely, you know, usually these playoff totals are going to be way, un, you know, lower 
than you have in the regular season. First two games were obviously lower than this number. I'll say this about the Mavericks and Kidd. You know, they were sixth in the NBA in defense um, on the year. You know, I'll probably outplayed what their talent is from a defensive perspective. Mm-hmm. Whenever they hit a wall this year, whenever they lost a couple of games or had a bad defensive, couple bad defensive games in a row, and Phoenix shot 51% from the floor the first game, what, 64, 65, the last worst, uh, worst uh, defensive field goal percentage Dallas has ever allowed in the playoffs. They've came back and they've really focused on their defense. So, you know, if, if Luca can't do it, they, they got to do it defensively here. And so, you know, someone like Chris Paul, obviously what I think he's uh, going to turn 37 tonight, whatever it is hard to duplicate those performance. You have a change of venue, uh, just one day of rest here. So, uh, again, I think this is a lower-scoring game here. Mm-hmm. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, professional sports better Aaron Renning, our guest. So then how about the two games coming up on Saturday? I, I, the Celtics kind of got that stink bomb out of the way in game one where everybody was awful on, on that team. They came back and got game two. Uh, your thoughts on the Bucks laying three in for the series, and are we going to start to see this team really miss Middleton, or is it going to go back to the Bucks and who they were in game one now that they, uh, it goes back home? Yeah, I mean, I think they have. I mean, that's it's interesting because I thought, you know, give Budenholzer and this team credit. They came out with a great game plan in game one. I thought the, the you know, the full court ball pressure really gave Boston a lot of problems in game one. They gave a lot of problems in game two as well. It's just hard to keep that kind of emphasis on defense up for 48 minutes. But the Bucks have done a really good job. And it was, you know, Boston making all those three-pointers in the second game. I bet Boston the second game. That seemed like the home run spot uh, for them. I'm going to sit this game out. You know, Giannis, he's got a score. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been good scoring the basketball at all in the first two games. And that's it'll be interesting to see how the Bucks adjust here uh, with Budenholzer and what they do because that that's probably the scariest proposition here for the Bucks is – you know, after game one, the Celtics said, all right, we're going to play Giannis one-on-one. And he still couldn't do anything from an offensive, you know, as far as scoring that, that he's capable of that we've seen him dominate before. So uh, I would, maybe you want to look at Giannis over points. Now he hasn't got to the free throw line a lot. He hasn't really gotten a lot of calls from the physical play uh, of Boston. That's probably going to turn around a little bit at home, but I'm kind of on the Boston side of the equation here. And this is probably not the game for that. I think, I mean, I feel like this game could probably decide the series. Yeah. Uh, okay. Saturday night, this is outrageous. I mean, I missed something. Is Durant on the Warriors? How the <laughs> hell? How is this up to seven? This love affair with Golden State. Memphis is the two seed. They obviously won more games. They haven't played well in the playoffs yet. They, they, here they are, and the series is tied at one. Imagine if Bain, Brooks is out, but imagine if Bain and the others play well and, and Jackson can stay out of foul trouble, a big if. This could be two nothing Memphis. I can't believe that Golden State's laying seven. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I took Grizzlies on the series plus two dollars, plus two ten, plus two fifteen, whatever it was. You know, before game one, that's just it, Paul. I mean, I just didn't think there was any respect here mm-hmm. whatsoever for what Memphis did in the regular season. I had Memphis actually power rated a little bit higher than Golden State, but you know, from my player ratings, I had Golden State um, a little bit better here. Uh, in this matchup, but I thought it was, you know, way closer to a pick uh than what the, what the lines have been so far. And now I'll say this about Golden State. This is not the team that won. Certainly the, the team that won the champions with Durant, even the first championship that Golden State had, 
this is not the same team. I just don't have them rated nearly as high. Now, they're still very good. You have to respect them. But, you know, Curry is not going to play like he did, uh, you know, maybe for one game, but not. he's not the player he was five years ago. Draymond Green's not the player he was five years ago. And Clay Thompson certainly is not the mm-hmm. player. And you'll see, you'll see, you know, periods where they look like that player, but to do it for a seven game series, very hard to duplicate that for, you know, these guys, 33, 34, uh, 35 years old, whatever they are. And Memphis, that's the thing about the Grizzlies. We don't know. I always say this, you know, the playoffs are about these players and these teams hitting the ceiling and going higher and getting, you know, uh, getting to a high caliber of play. We don't know really what the ceiling is for Memphis. I mean, job ja, that performance he put on in the second game, unbelievable. Uh, for this Grizzly yeah. team. I think Jackson is uh, kind of a, a matchup issue here for Golden State. And, you know, if you watch Minnesota, the, obviously the Memphis-Minnesota series, and now Memphis-Golden State, Memphis was, or I'm sorry, Minnesota was better athletically than uh, Golden State is. So, um, mm. yeah, I, I just think there's there's probably a little bit of value here with the Grizzlies. Yep, totally agree. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at ER Sports one. Thanks for the time, Aaron. Uh, good luck tonight and this weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Same to, uh, same to you guys. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, he's right. I mean, this is not the 2015-2016 Golden State Warriors. They're very good. Good point. They're not that team. And I've been saying now for a long time on the show, this Memphis team, they're different. But this Memphis team reminds me of that breakout season the Warriors had in 2015. So young, can hit you with a ton of different guys. Super athletic. Um, the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Must be 21+. plus. Offers not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. Lou Finicaro will join the show coming up next. Do not sleep on the UFC. Stellar card tomorrow night. His best bets on the card coming up next. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or old sportsbook. Must be 21 or old sportsbook. Must be 21 or old sportsbook. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where Anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.